How important is it to set goals in your relationship? Or if you're single, how important is it to set goals to find a relationship? Today, I'm going to be talking about just how useful and important it can be to set goals in your life and your relationships. If you'd like to find out more about how to improve your relationships, head over to therelationshipmaze.com or to find out more about this podcast, head over to therelationshipmazepodcast.com and press subscribe right now. Welcome to today's podcast and today I'm going to be talking about the importance of goal setting in relationships and also if you're single. So first of all, have a think about right now on a scale of 1 to 10 where 10 is you're completely content and 1 is you're totally the opposite, you're totally not content. Where are you now in terms of your level of contentment in your relationship? or your level of contentment in looking or that search for a relationship. Now, if you're below, say, a six or seven, then what is stopping you from getting higher? What is it that you want? One of the problems we have in in relationships frequently is we start to become aware of things that we don't like, things that we're not happy with, things that we're not content with. We don't always spend time thinking about what we want, because right now there are things that you could do, whether you are in a relationship or whether you are single, there are things that you could do right now that could improve your relationship or that could help you find that relationship that you want. There are things you could do right now, today, tomorrow, this week, that you're not doing but they would make a considerable difference. And the question is, why not? And one factor is, a lot of the time, we don't set clear outcomes. We don't have clear goals. We do things, but we don't really know exactly where we're heading towards. Having a goal or having an outcome helps you become proactive. It helps you take action, to take action in life, to take action in your relationships to help you create more of what you want. Whereas when we don't have goals, when we don't have outcomes, we just react to things. We start noticing, I'm not happy with this. I don't like this in my relationship. Or, well, you know, dating websites don't work. We have all these different excuses and reasons. And last podcast, we talked about blaming and how easy it is to get into the mindset of blaming. When we change track, when we flip the way that we think into thinking about what we want, we can start thinking about what actions you can take, what behaviours you can do, and everything else that can help you move towards what it is you really want. But you have to first of all be clear about that, and it's so important. When you know what you want, when you set outcomes, you can start to change your relationship. When you set outcomes, you can start to have more success in dating if you're currently single. When you set outcomes, you can help your relationship to become more fulfilling. So we're going to talk about goal setting in relationships, but setting yourself a clear goal, a clear outcome. 
Because when you set that, you have something to work towards. You have something to measure. You're able to achieve that level of success and fulfillment because you've set something that's very clear that you can move towards. Having goal setting will help you feel more empowered in your life because you really see that you are taking action. So like I said, that you're proactive rather than reactive. Goal setting can be so useful. If you don't know what you want, you could end up anywhere. For example, if you're going on holiday somewhere and you just turn up at an airport and get on any flight, you could end up anywhere. And it could be somewhere good, but it could be somewhere that you really don't like. And it's the same in every area of our life. Often we know what we don't want, but we don't always know what we do want. And it's important to have a sense of where we're moving towards, because although we can look at ways to deal with some of those things that we maybe don't feel so comfortable with in our lives or don't like so much in our lives, we may be left not knowing what we really do want. The other thing with goal setting is, you know, a lot of the time we know what we don't like in our relationship. Like, I don't want to argue. I don't want X. I don't want Y. I don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who is um, a certain has certain characteristics. And that may kind of put some things out of the picture, but we still don't know where we're going towards. But also, when we know what we don't want, we have to keep thinking about that thing we don't want. So, essentially, sometimes we indirectly move towards that thing that we don't want. It's like if I ask you right now, don't think of a blue tree, what do you think of? Even if for a moment you find yourself not thinking of it, you, you have to think of it just for a split second to put it out of the picture. So when we think about what we don't want, we first of all have to create that image. And sometimes, as I mentioned, it means that we, we start to unconsciously move towards it. Like if you go into a room carrying a, a tray of drinks, you may have had this experience or just a, just a cup of coffee. And everything's fine until somebody says, careful, you don't spill it. And then what happens? You probably notice that as soon as someone says, don't spill it, you start to wobble it a little bit because you think about what you don't want. So we want to think about where we're heading towards. It gives us a sense of direction. And it means we're more likely to end up with something that may give us more of what we want, whether that's happiness, fulfillment, a close relationship, family, or anything else. So today, we're going to talk a little bit about some ways that you can set goals to help you create a better relationship or to help you find the relationship that maybe you've been looking for. To help on this journey, I'm going to talk about a very popular model that's often used in coaching, which is the GROW model. And the GROW model is a framework in coaching that's used by many coaches. It's used in many businesses and organizations, whether it's in just everyday conversation or meetings, whether it's to work with teams, just to help people create the most out of themselves. And it was created by Sir John Whitmore and colleagues of his in the late 1980s. And it's probably one of the most popular coaching models around. So the GROW model 
is a tool which can help you just begin to think about and kind of organise and structure how you set your goals. And there are four parts of it. So GROW is basically, it's an acronym. So G-R-O-W. The G stands for goal. And goal is about what you want. The R stands for reality, which is where are you now? The O is about options, which is thinking about what you could do. And the W is will, which is what will you do? So let's break this down a little bit. So first of all, with goals and aspirations. So as I mentioned, we need to know where we're heading towards, not just what we don't want. And if you're in a relationship, it's very easy to know those things that we don't want because those sources of pain in our lives become very apparent. Sometimes we don't really think about those things that actually will lead us to have more of what we do want. We're just aware of those sources of pain or kind of something that causes us to feel a way we don't want to. That could be with arguments. It could be of lack of connection. When we move towards what we want, that can help us begin to find routes and paths towards creating that. Of course, it's not enough just to know what you want. You have to actually take action. That's part of what's in this model. So the first stage is to think about a goal which is somehow inspiring and also challenging because those challenging goals are things that tend to give us more reward. They're things that basically we have to put effort into. And at the end of the day, putting effort into achieving goals can leave us with a greater sense of fulfillment. So think about what you want. And there's a few guidelines that I often give for what you want. And uh, this is sometimes, it's sometimes covered with another acronym, which is SMART. So that's nothing to do with GROW, but SMART, which you probably are familiar with because it's used so much. So with SMART, think about what you want. And first of all, you want to have it specific. So specifically, what is it? So you don't want any goals that are too big, anything too general, because we don't really know exactly where we're heading towards. So if I want to, for example, if I said in my relationship, yeah, I want to be happier. What does that mean? You know, we need specific things that we can head towards, but being happier is something very vague, very kind of fluffy. We need to have something a bit more specific. It could be calm communication, and you need to define what that means. If you're currently single, a very specific goal could be something such as, I will, uh, I will send messages to two people every day on this online dating site. And that could be a goal. It could be something that you set yourself as that goal. Or by the end of this month, by the 30th of May or June or whenever it is, I will have contacted 50 people. So something that's specific. And in SMART, the measurable bit, that, that's the bit that can help us actually measure that, which, you know, as I said, it could be contact 50 people. So that's some sort of measurement. It could be some sort of time period. So uh, by the 30th of June, so we have a measurement of time. But it's very important to have some way of measuring when we get there because we need to know when we've got it. We need to know as well if we're getting towards it. So if I said... I want to contact 30 people by 
two weeks' time, so the 15th of June, for example, then we have a clear goal that we're heading towards, clear measurement, and I can break that down and work out what I have to do to get that outcome. So that's very measurable. With with the SMART goals, then we have A, which is for achievable. Sometimes people word them slightly differently, differently. Achievable is often kind of set as something that, well, is, is it possible, basically? Is it even something that's, that's in the realm of possibility? You know, if it, for example, if it was, um, I'm going to... Um, I'm, I'm going to fly. Well, you know, that's fine if you've got a plane, but if your goal is to fly and, you, and you're looking at doing that without any sort of help from a, a plane, a hang glider or something like that, then clearly that is impossible. So we want to make sure, is this actually something that is possible? And the R, which is often termed realistic, sometimes people have a different definition for that, is, you know, is, is that something that's realistic within this? So for example, you know, is it realistic to think that you could phone or kind of message 20 people every day? Is it realistic if you're in your relationship to set a goal that you could be going out for a date every single night of the week with your partner, especially if you kids? You know, if you have kids, that's clearly going to be unrealistic. Then we have timely. So timely is setting that time limit, which I kind of also covered with measurement. Sometimes I, I link those things or I kind of define those things at the same time. But you want to think about basically with your goal that you're setting, is it specific? Have you got some way of measuring results? Setting a time frame, knowing how you know when you're making progress towards it. So in relationships, it could be, as I mentioned, practicing calm communication. You may need to break that down to be more specific to say what that is. It could be something to be open and honest. It could be to have every week, if you've been in a relationship for some time, to have one night every week that you go out on a date with each other. It could be that you have this outcome which is uh, to have an hour every weekend where you discuss some of those things that need discussing that often you put off because you don't want to discuss them. But you set a time together where you'll have calm and open communication with each other to discuss some of those things that you need to, but maybe you don't always want to. So that's the goal part of the GROW model. The R is essentially reality. And that's where are you now? Do you want to think about where are you currently? Now you might think, well, you know, I know where I am, but you know, sometimes we don't really think about exactly where we are. We just kind of have a sense of it. But to know where we're going, we have to know where we're starting from. If I, if I blindfolded you and took you to a hillside somewhere and um, basically gave you a map, um, but I you knew where you had to get to, but you didn't know where you were. Well, you might be able to work out some of those things from things around you, but if you had no real kind of landmarks around you to work out where you are, it would be very difficult to find your destination because you don't know where you're starting from. You know, it could be anywhere in the world that I drop you. So knowing where you are is important to begin to be able to measure how you're going to get to where you want to go. That helps you know what you have to do, what steps you might have to take. So where are you? So right now, in your relationship, if you're in a relationship, think about 
the outcome that you want. So think about that goal. Take a moment to write that down, if you haven't already. And now, write down or discuss with your partner, where are you now? So where are you now? So if it's to do with communication, write down how you define how you currently communicate with each other. So what are some of the things you think work? What are some of the things that you think maybe don't work so well? So begin to work out where are you now? If it's in terms of creating or finding the relationship you want, think about what are you currently doing? So what steps are you currently taking towards finding that relationship that you want? Are you currently going out dating at the moment? If so, how often do you contact people? Or how often do you maybe go on to online dating sites or go and meet people in other places? How, how much are you doing at the moment? What are you doing at the moment? What steps are you taking? So work out where you currently are. Then we move into options. So options is where we start to think about what you could do because you've set a goal about what you want. You've worked out where you currently are and you want to spend some time doing this. And now you've worked out where you currently are and where you want to be, it's time to think about creating that roadmap or that journey, that that pathway from where you are to where you want to be. You can think of it like a landscape. So you, know, you want to get to this town there, currently you're in the middle of um, the middle of this hillside and you've got to find out how you're going to get to that town so what are the what are the options what are the paths you can take to get there so what could you do and this is important to really brainstorm at this point without judging so this is a time to just let your mind wander and just start thinking you know what are what are the even the craziest possible options that i could choose or take to help me get there. So write them all down. I recommend writing them down on maybe post-it notes, each idea on a different post-it note, or on a piece of paper. Just make that long list. Don't think about it at the moment, you know, whether this is realistic or unrealistic. Just, just go for it. Just write everything that comes to mind. Sometimes it's when you're in your most creative way of being that you come up with some of the best ideas. So think about those options. What are some of those possible options? Now, when you've got your list of options, then is when we start to become more real with them. We start to think about what actions will you take? So with will, the W, you want to think about the options that you'll choose to act on. And think about those options you can choose to act on right away. So some of those things you can put into practice now because the time to start really is now it's so frequent that we tend to put things off until tomorrow and in our minds tomorrow is always a day away when we're not clear and specific about when we're going to take action it's easy for our minds just to think okay let's just leave it another day another week taking action now can be so important you start to get those sort of action taking muscles into practice and the more that you take action the easier it becomes to take more action and what's important as well is with those behaviors that we choose we want to start small now of course our goals want to challenge us and we talked about that earlier that challenging goals can be really empowering they can be very fulfilling however 
to start with, it can be really useful to take a small step. So something that isn't too overwhelming because often we get put off because we think that that's just too big to do. So taking small action, whether it's sending someone a message this evening, whether it's picking up the phone, whether it's arranging a date night for next week, choose an action that's small enough and realistic enough that you know this is completely doable as soon as possible. So choose something that you can act on as soon as possible. So decide when you're going to start these actions, particularly the first one, the first step. When are you going to take action on this? and commit to it. Maybe write it down in your diary, or maybe commit to it with your partner, or commit to it with somebody else. Tell somebody you're going to do this. This can also be powerful when we basically have somebody else to almost answer to. We have that agreement. It increases that sense of commitment, which can be great for motivation. Think about, on that scale of one to ten, how committed are you to taking these actions? So looking through that list of options, Have a think about those options and think about how committed are you on a scale of 1 to 10 to taking these actions. If you're not at a 10 for that action, what would make it a 10? Is there something that could increase that commitment? Because the reality is that those things that we're not fully committed to, we tend not to do. Think about what you will commit to do. What is the action? Write it down. Commit to it. Agree it with your partner. Agree it with somebody else. So again, if you're single, it could be something around steps that you can take to find somebody, to find a relationship. It's very easy to lose sight when when you're looking for a relationship. And maybe you, you send lots of messages on a particular website and you hardly ever hear back and you think, well, it's not worth it. However, to find somebody that you really want to have a relationship with, it can take effort. So making that commitment to keep going, making that commitment to do a certain course of action, whether that's sending five messages a day or two messages a day, it really doesn't matter as long as you commit to doing that. Again, in your relationship, making that commitment to spend that time together on a date night, on an hour and a weekend to talk about things you need to talk about. Or just having that commitment to make sure you have time on your own as well. So as well in relationships, it's important that we also have that time for ourselves. And that's something to agree with your partner and both to be in agreement with. And that could be a really important outcome as well. So as soon as we finish this podcast... Take some time and think about what is a goal that you're going to set and what are you going to do about it. Follow these steps and take action. Because as I said at the beginning, there are things that you can do right now that will make a difference wherever you are in terms of your level of fulfillment, satisfaction or whatever else it is. If there's something you're not happy about, think about, well, what could I do? Often we know what we don't want and ask yourself the question, well, I know what I don't want. Well, what do I want? What do I want instead? And start to take actions towards getting that. It's not enough just to picture something that you really, really want. Although having a clear picture in your mind or having a clear 
image or some sort of representation of what you want to move towards can be very empowering. But as well as that, you have to act. So take action now. As soon as we finish, think about what you're going to set as a new goal, as a new outcome in your relationship, or if you're single, towards creating that relationship that you want. I look forward to speaking with you on the next podcast. If you want to find out more about how you can find and create a fulfilling relationship, head over to therelationshipmaze.com and press subscribe to this podcast right now.